Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. As many of you know, our tradition is very much a lunar tradition. There are tons of midrashim about why the moon became more dominant in terms of our understanding of the night sky and the day sky than the sun. And our calendar is essentially a lunar calendar uh, with a few exceptions. And one of the exceptions is that the solstices don't have nearly as much to do in the Jewish tradition as in other traditions, but not nothing. Um, some of the material about when, um, when prayers begin and end are related, uh, seasonal prayers are related to the, the solar calendar because the solar calendar is the one that governs seasons more than the lunar calendar does, obviously. Um, and there are midrashim about the origins of Hanukkah, that tried to imagine Hanukkah not only as a holiday that was celebrated and um, founded in response to a military um, and cultural encounter in the second century BCE, but as if there was something prime, primal and primordial about uh, Adam and Eve even um, getting to the part of their first year on the primordial planet, where instead of the days getting shorter as they were from their creation on Rosh Hashanah, according to tradition, right? From Rosh Hashanah through the summer winter solstice, the days get shorter and shorter and shorter. Uh, once you hit the summer solstice, the winter solstice, the days, days get longer and longer. And the rabbis imagined that Adam and Eve, uh, who had feared that it would get to be completely dark in the world, once they tracked and realized that the days were getting longer, they celebrated this renewal of light and they tracked it for eight days to make sure it was um, not just a one-off, but a pattern. And that was the pre-historical origin of Hanukkah, a midwinter festival of light. Many Jews and rabbis and scholars go to great lengths to make every Jew, proud Jew, know that Hanukkah is not the Jewish um, uh, Christmas. Hanukkah obviously predates Christmas and there's no reason to make Hanukkah appear in celebration or in any other way as if it's our Christmas. It's a completely different thing. Having And, and even more so this year when Hanukkah ended. Uh, so now post, we are live on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, uh, okay. Um, and particularly this year when Hanukkah is over weeks before Christmas began, it's actually helpful to not have their overlap. But if we think anthropologically, it's not at all odd that our ancient tradition and the Christian ancient tradition and other cultural and religious traditions have um, calendrically overlapping or at least adjacent dead of the winter festival of lights, right? We should, it's, it's just interesting. We don't undo our own Jewish connection to Hanukkah to realize that throughout human history in the darkest, shortest of days, human beings have reached out for some way of celebrating the return of light. Okay. All that is a way of saying that I want us to meditate on, on that, right? I want to extract, because we're, we're basically hovering at the solstice, just past it, extract from that, that wordiness the notion of recognizing that more light is coming. Longer rays of light are aborning and that there is emergence from darkness in our world. Um, that, in addition to just meditating, is what, where I hope to get us today. So with that slightly longer than usual um, introduction in mind. I invite you all oh, take a blessed sigh 
So close your eyes. Find yourself falling into you. With all of the oddness that that image reflects, because if you are you, how can you fall into you? But we can be separated from ourselves. So fall back into you. And you can imagine that any number of ways, including having your eternal and ethereal spirit falling back into your body, your spirit that may have been elsewhere, hovering, distant, disconnected. Imagine that it's reanimating your flesh and bones or the reverse. If you felt disconnected from your body today, going through the motions, but not embodied, imagine that your body, your full corporeal self is falling back into the actual form. Feel a certain substantive reunion, body and soul, mind, spirit, and fiber and sinew and bone. Achieving a unity that is elusive in our world. A sort of human bodily unity that mirrors the very unity of the supernal realms of the Holy One that we imagine we are participating in every time we bless God, every time we do a mitzvah, bringing together the yud and the vav of the four-letter name of God. A full, complete, whole, unified existence. You can hear your voice saying, in this moment, I am one. I am created by the one, and I am one. I am a singularity. All the pieces of myself, tangible and intangible, are rejoined. They might go off and wander in different directions as soon as this moment is over. But for now, there is no other piece of me other than this. I am bound up, contained, forceful in my unity. And I sit in my chair or my couch, in my room, in my home, in my city, in my country, on this rotating orb. And I'm at the precipice of the world finding again its light. A very northern hemispheric idea, I know. Apologies to anyone live streaming this from Australia. But here we are 
having endured six months of shortened days, earlier sunsets, diminished illumination. In whatever way those words resonate for you. The rays of sun, sparks of lightness in our world. We've been in a darkening and darkening reality. And there are shrouds aplenty threatening to block light, occlude the brightness that we need to feel alive. And we are at the point in the calendar where the universe itself screams at us. More light is coming. Darkness is being defeated. You place yourself in an undifferentiated place in an image in your mind. Whatever comes to mind is fine. No need to judge where you now see yourself in a room, in a field, floating in the cosmos, but see yourself in a place. And the only detail that I want you to paint with your conscious mind is that the place, its aura, its environment, is slowly, almost imperceptibly, but determinately, getting brighter. A subtle but certain burgeoning illumination. And for the rest of our meditation, as you breathe deeply and hold your position, allowing your body to relax into slackness, I want you to stiffen the focus of your mind. Watching yourself in this space you've created in your mind. Watching yourself watching the light come. And what does that feel like? As the solstice has passed, and brightness returns. And a sense of rejuvenation promises what is coming soon. With the slight wonder of whether conjuring it in this inner chamber of your mind can hasten it as you return to the world 
inspired by the earth's turn, but also perhaps a bit more in control of how much illumination you experience and reflect in this world. And as you slowly return towards the surface of your consciousness, come back from wherever you just were, whether you remained in that slowly illuminating space 
where you wandered from here and there. So you swim towards the surface, recognizing that at any moment you'll hit it. Your head will burst forth into the air and you'll rejoin the day as it was. Resolve to bring the light with you. And to radiate it. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. I'll share my screen. We can say the closing prayer together. We say this three times. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I say to you all shalom and namaste and shabbat shalom. And we will have meditation next Wednesday at noon and also next Friday, uh, era, you know, New Year's Eve. Uh, this will be offered for anyone who wants to join. And I hope to see you all soon. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.